Improvised Weapons features audio from BattleBards.com. BattleBards provides premium music, sound effects, and voices that enhance any tabletop experience. Me tell you no be bad! Squish! And with a BattleBards Prime subscription, you can get access to the entire catalog, as well as tools like soundboards, the mixer, and BattleBards Cast, allowing you to broadcast your audio online across any virtual tabletop service. You can even upload and mix from your private audio library. And with BattleBards Prime, you get a 20% discount on all purchases. Head to BattleBards.com and subscribe to BattleBards Prime using the coupon code IWVTCAST to save some money and let them know who sent you. BattleBards. Take your game to the next level with the greatest tabletop audio library on the material plane. Really? 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 Remember, he doesn't listen when you talk. God damn it. Sorry. You know what? Podcast is over. <laughs> okay. The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. <laughs> Creative solutions. It's a little too quiet. No, I know what you mean. This place is dead. Moss, the most moving of plants. <laughs> I guess I could do that mentally, but I'd like to talk to him because it calms me and helps me think. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm that's inside. So cool. <laughs> knock, knock. I really are, Ficta. Back up behind me. Oh, you. Cube of jelly! That was gross <laughs> and rude. Chunk, Chunk of river. Oh, no. Hey everyone, we've got a couple of new reviews that we wanted to share with y'all. The first is from Joshua D. Tracy, titled, Great, it says, Shows a ton of fun, definitely recommend it. Thanks JDT, we totally recommend you too. The second is from SS Podcast, titled, Hooked Immediately. Fantastic show, I loved it right off the bat. Great production, everyone is quick-witted and funny, and has great chemistry together. Aw, you're making us tear up. Do you want us to read your review on the air? Then write one. And if it's nice, we will. The simplest of kind acts could immortalize you forever. Now, let's hit it and crit it. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. 
Last time on the show, the party continued passing through the bloodied maw and ran afoul of a gelatinous cube. Seeing just a shimmering barrier and unaware of what it truly was, Eowyn attempted to inspect it and in the process was engulfed. Quick thinking by Ildov saw her casting her newly acquired spell Dimension Door, allowing her to transport herself and one willing creature to a nearby destination of her choosing. Once they were both clear of the cube, Cassian used one of the abilities innate to Aja's tear and cast Sunbeam, disintegrating the cube in radiant light. In the remains, they found rocks, small bones, and a real stealthy cloak that Cassian is now sporting. They then continued on through the corridor till it came to an abrupt end. Standing facing a tightly mortared brick wall, they discovered that they were cleverly recessed hinges and a handle embedded in it. Opening what they now realized was a door, they were met with the familiar sight of Chunk River. And that is where we pick up. You are now back in the city, albeit underneath it. The sewer in general is not unfamiliar to you, except for Eowyn, this is your first time. Mm -hmm. uh, the, for the rest <laughs> of you, your last trip down here was in the Sawtooth District, as Utesh told you this uh, is in the growth. Though, as far as the sewer is concerned, that doesn't really change much. There's less sawdust here, but still, you know, all the other sewer stuff. So it's still pretty full, even though the city hasn't really been occupied in a while? Uh, the city is not unoccupied. Look at this, guys. There's a turnip floating by. Did somebody poop an entire turnip? Uh, 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 do I need to get out of here as soon as possible. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, let's, let's go. Let's get going. Did we have, uh... <laughs> We didn't get any kind of a map or nope. anything, did we? No, we didn't. Nope. All right. Uh, uh, well, let's pick a direction, I guess. So let's uh, let's get some perception oh. checks from everybody. Does anyone have disadvantage? Could you see this? Twelve. No. Uh, it's not a it's not a perception check based on smell. Eight. Um, eleven. Is this passive? Passive? Uh, active. Okay. Uh. Uh, 21. Um, so you're all sort of looking around. It's 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 somewhat difficult to get your bearings, um, especially for uh, Cassian at this moment. There's uh, you can you can see that there are grates and manhole covers overhead, but very little light shows through. So you can easily surmise that the sun has gone down fully since you entered the bloody maw uh, the bloodied maw initially. But Eowyn, quick thinking on your part because you really don't want to be in this sewer of any course. longer. Um, has you remember that you were all traveling northward coming out of the cave. Uh, you know, it was it was traveling northward to go towards the city. And you can see that the uh, the water all flows sort of to this central corridor. And in that corridor, it's also all flowing northward. So you do know the cardinal directions right now. Uh, right. So north is, is that away. Okay. Um, meaning you know east, west, and, and south as well. There. You are right Oh, there. I didn't even see them behind Lindsay's <laughs> mic stand. Oh. <laughs> Maybe if you moved all the dice out of the way, you can see. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you all, you all are right there, and you can see that, that uh, with your dark vision, you can you know, see going down this corridor that right. all the water is, is moving north like that. Mm -hmm. You, however, don't have much knowledge of the city itself. The rest of you do, because you spent some time here, and you know that there are five districts in the city. The Growth is the southernmost district. Uh, the Barter is to the north. The Forge is to the east. The Sawtooth is in the west, and the Authority is the central district. So you, you sort of have your bearings about you somewhat, but you still don't know where you're going. So, as I recall, the when we were sort of on our way out of the city, 
the cultists were sort of popping up every which way, but but they were uh, didn't they duck into the sewers sort of near the uh, whatever gate we left by? I forget what district that was in. We were near uh, the Temple of Ajia as we were leaving. So um... well, you passed the Temple of Ajia in the growth. You left through the uh, the east gates in the forge. Right, because we picked up Kathak in the, in the forge. That's yeah. right. Um, I mean, we could we could start there if we wanted to. Uh, or did we want to head back to anywhere? I mean, we could try to get nearer to the authority and try to like find our way into the Tempered Steel's headquarters or something. Or is there anything there that might help us? Or I don't know. I'm not sure. Look, I don't know how to get out of this sewer, and I think we should make moves. I think we should walk and talk at the same time. Sure, sure. Uh, let's, let's, let's do a West Wing. Yeah, <laughs> I was just gonna say. It's very Aaron, Aaron Sorkin. Sorkin when you need him. <laughs> uh, Aowen Sorkin oh. in the Chunk Room. Oh. Uh, okay. So. Uh, as we a- walk- wait, wait, Aowen Sewer King? Yeah, Aowen <laughs> Sewer King. Uh, the famous bard. Yes. Oh my uh, god. I wonderful. quit. Um, <laughs> so, so, so we walk towards uh, deeper into the city, I guess. I t- I say let's head towards the Authority. I sort of feel like. This demon thing is probably centrally located, right? I probably. mean, I don't know. Who I don't knows? know. It just demon seems like the only time we saw it was in Gulric's basement. I mean, and that was at, uh, through through the mirror. Hmm. That's a good point. He would probably have a route to the, you know, to the main event from his pad. <sighs> Gulric. Oh. I'm not sure what a <laughs> demon looks for in real estate. Really. I wonder how he's doing. Why? What? No reason. <laughs> let's move. All right. Uh, I'll, I guess I'll lead the way. Uh, let's head toward the authority. Uh, the sewer itself is is set up as like there are stone pathways on the the sides of this this flowing waterway. Each of the stone pathways is about five feet in diameter. The full passageway is fifteen feet total. So you guys want to move? Are you going to continue traveling in the sewer? Are you looking for a way out to go up on the street? What is the What's the happy haps? My vote is for out up on the street. I'd I rather face whatever s- demons are upstairs than deal with <laughs> this disgust. I think we should stick to the sewer for now. Yeah, at least there's no enemies down here. The, uh, the streets are probably crawling with guards and mm. things. Mm. I'm going to have to side with my fellow uh, sewer mates here. It's a lot safer for us to be down here right now. Yeah, no I one knows we're here. Didn't join the Von Demo sewer mate syndicate. <laughs> Well, I'm a man of many talents, and uh, apparently Sewer Mapper is one of them now. Right. Um, Onward! Okay. I'm imagining that Eowyn is just, like, using prestidigitation in front of her, like a vacuum cleaner. (laughs) Just, like, cleaning every surface. Or just, like, making a smell under her nose, a nice smell. Yeah, that's probably what I'm doing. I'm changing the smell under my nose. (laughs) And just looking at, um... Something pretty. <laughs> I'm going to okay. minor illusion something pretty right in front of me. Something wow. not disgusting. <laughs> I was so hoping you were going like, to have your You're shoes in like a full. VR headset. Right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was hoping you'd have like Mr. Clean shoes every time you stepped at the light. light oh, yeah, up maybe. Be... Cool. So uh, you move out into sort of this main corridor and start moving down. Uh, there are no bridges or pathways over the uh, Overchunk River, um, but it's only about a five foot distance, so it's, it's easy enough to like hop over. Um, if you guys want to, like, you can take 10 minutes to get over at each junction so that you don't have to do any kind of rolls. Otherwise, if you want to get through very quickly, uh, then we can we can roll for it, but there are possible consequences to that. Sure, how swiftly is the current moving? It's not moving very fast. 
Uh, so there's no there's no worry about you being like swept away mm. or anything like that. <laughs> I kind of want to roll and go through as fast as possible. But if people want to take the ten to like you know really examine our, our surroundings and walk across, that's perfectly fine. I, do, I I don't want to risk falling in that. So uh, my question to you is, what is the method of travel currently? Obviously, you're walking through the sewer. Uh, but what is the marching order? Are we going stealth-like? What are we? Uh, what are we doing? I don't feel like we need to be extra stealthy down here. But uh, I don't know what you guys think. I don't know. Uh, sure. I, I mean, I. Let's be like moderately stealthy. Let's yeah. Let's not try to explode the place, right? Not going to be making too much noise. Uh, yeah. We can probably be normal for now. If we hear anything or we pick up anything, we can start to sneak. I, I do want to send um, my unseen servant, Philip, ahead of us with the light. What do you guys think? Just because I figure like if anything like sees that, they'll they'll attack him and then like we'll have advance warning. Sure. No, why not? Okay. Go, Philip. And they won't know it's us. All they'll see is like a just a little light bobbing in an invisible hand. It'll be like a will-o'-the-wisp. Yeah. Great. It might be, they might explain it away as sewer gas that caught fire, you know. <laughs> Not that I'm saying that's a thing that could happen, Eowyn. I don't think it can. Can sewer gas catch fire? No, I think probably not. So, uh, you summon your unseen servant and give him the. Well, he was oh no, that's up, right. Philip is Philip is already active still. Um, so Philip uh, has uh, pick, picks the rock back up, and Eowyn, I'm assuming you cast light on it. Yep. Uh, so now has the lit rock. The rock is lit. And uh, continues to just sort of move forward about 30 feet ahead of you all. Um, as it gets about halfway down, uh, essentially you guys are like rounding the corner over here at this point. Uh, let's get uh, perception checks again. Natural 20. Natural 1. 17. 16. Eowyn, mm. with your natural 20. Uh, and Ildov, with your 16, you, you would hear this as well. Uh, you hear this sort of like sloshing coming from farther down the cavern. Mm. Um, it sounds like sort of like a slosh and then like a reverberating step and then a slosh and then a step and then a slosh. I say, Yavrik, wait. Step. What? Wait. Shh. What? I hear sloshing and stepping. Someone's mm -hmm. ahead. Yeah, me too. How far ahead? How far did you say, Sam? It's coming from farther down the cavern. It's outside the range of your dark vision and outside the range of the light from Philip. It's outside the range of my dark vision. So Should we turn out Philip? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know what or who it is. All I hear is sloshing and stepping. I'm going to have... Uh, I can command Philip mentally, I think, right? I sure with believe servant. so. I'm pretty sure you can. Okay, what I want him to do is find some kind of scrap of something from the sewers that he can use to cover up the light stone, but that he can, like, take it so that he can, like, pop out the light again at a moment's notice. I want to wait until this thing is relatively close to us and then have Philip unveil the light so that we can all get a look at it. Uh, okay, so Philip uh, gets this message from you of hide the light, and he just takes it and jams it into Chunk River. Okay, I guess that um, works. Because it's what's nearby. Uh, okay. <laughs> so he's still holding the thing? He's still holding it. But now it's covered in chunk. But it's yeah. cut, yeah, it's all chunky. It's being rushed by with chunk, too. Mm -hmm. It's stuck in there. Okay. It sounds good, like good. someone's walking with one foot in Chunk River. Like step right slush, step Dude. slush. I Is it approaching us? Does it sound, I had a nat 20. Is it yes, coming it closer? Yes, it's definitely coming closer. Yes, it's coming our way. 
Okay, t- tell me when it gets close enough that Philip should be able to, to highlight it. I suppose I shall. I, I, uh, I will keep an eye out, I guess. Should we back around the corner, maybe, so we don't, we're not seen? Oh, oh no. And Eowyn. It's a pyramid. No, that's Philip. That's <laughs> right oh. Okay. Eowyn, if we stack our minor illusions on top of each other, we could probably make a wall tall enough to cover us. Like, just make it look good. like the wall is just an outcropping of the wall. Yes, I have a minor illusion that, yeah, it's five feet by five feet, right? Yeah, yeah. so between the two of us, it's like ten feet. Hmm. That ma- makes sense. Ten feet okay. by five feet wall. Sure. And then we'll just single file behind it and just make it look like it's like a protrusion from the sewer wall or something. Protrusion. I like it. Okay, let's do that. So you all back up a little bit, and uh, Eowyn and Cassian, you both use your minor illusion to make this sort of uh, like 10 foot by 10 foot section total of wall, or 10 foot by 5 foot, rather. Yes, like, um, yes. I mean like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So you stack your illusions on top of each other to be able to hide behind it. Now, coming in, uh, it's about even with where, uh, with where Philip is. Uh, the sound has just been getting louder and louder. And you can also hear this other sound that sounds like flapping leathery wings. You're flapping and leathery wings, and it's right about where Philip is now. Oh, no. Okay. Philip, go time. And uh, I have him, like, bring the light up out of the sewer again. So Philip brings the light up out of the sewer. You guys are... are are you in the, that same corridor, or are you around the corner? Uh, I, I thought we were in the same corridor. We were 30 feet behind him, so... Yeah, I think I was, I was going first. So. It's fine if you are. I'm just yeah. double-checking. Were we there? I think so. You were, yeah, you were about okay. at the corner. Yeah, just all, all of us were, like, peering around it, like, one head over the other. Okay, like, so you're, you're <laughs> Scooby-doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you're Scooby-doing it. So Philip uh, brings the light up out of the water, and what you see is very clearly to all of you a troll. Mm-hmm. It's got oh, one shit. foot in Chunk River and one foot on the side because it's really too large to walk comfortably on any one of the the uh, avenues available to it. Um, and that flapping noise, there are these small bat-like creatures that are sort of flying around it. There's four of them, it looks like, but huh. they're not bats. No. They look like... They look like human heads Ew. with uh, wings on the side. Flapping of them. around, gross. Ew. Like bat wings. Sam, gross. Yes. Have any of us seen <laughs> these before? Uh, you can, you can roll something, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess I roll n- nature. What do I have in something? They have a plus four. That is a twelve. I have an 18. I got a 9, so useless. I believe that's a 14 for me. None of you know what these are. Oh, my. Okay. Oh, gosh. Well, um, what, how do they react when the light is unveiled? Hold on. Oh, sorry. Four. <laughs> 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 Bat, you, you, head, head wings. Bat head wings. Head wing and the angry troll. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the episode title right there. So the light comes up, and immediately the troll goes to swat at Philip. Um, Duck Philip. I say that mentally. Uh, but the troll rolled a natural 20. Oh. So the uh, the lit rock, it just, like, right in the middle of the troll's palm goes 
just slaps it. It like careens like a pachinko ball off the side of the uh, the sewer wall and ends up clattering and landing in Chunk River. Okay, I'm silently motioning everybody to get back and scoot back around the corner, and we we should make another wall. Like we should we should back up until we're like back around the corner and sort of make another wall there, another wall illusion there, and see if we can get these guys to just pass us by. Sounds good to me. Great. Okay, so I want everyone to roll stealth. Mm. These things are alerted to the presence of something now. Okay, if that took that. 11. 17. Oh my god. No 12. Uh, 12 for me. Okay, so collectively, you all back up, practically like crouched and in step with each other. There's no sort of tripping or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and you all make it around the corner. Cassian and Eowyn, your your initial minor illusion is still active, so that, that fake wall is still there. Mm-hmm. Now what? I'm going to make a new one. Let's just make another one, because I don't think... Hmm. You can only have one minor illusion active at a time, I believe. Okay, well, let's drop it while they're distracted by the light and then make a new one in, like to sort of cut off the corridor around us. They did not. We'll just make an illusion that looks like, oh, the, yeah, we'll just make an illusion that looks like empty space. Like, it's an illusion that, like, when they look down at it, it's just a regular-ass empty corridor. We're right? around the corner now. They can't see us anyway. No, oh, but you're it's, saying, so that, it's like, just so we could get past? So when they walk by oh. us, they'll, like... Oh, so when they walk... Oh, we're just waiting for them to... Unless you guys want to get them now. I, I sort of feel like if we can avoid fighting these things, we should. That makes sense. I like that, yeah. Um, okay. But if they wa- if we want them to walk past us... Wouldn't it be better to make a, a wall so that way they don't turn and walk directly into us if they were to walk through an empty space? Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. What if they wanted to go right? <laughs> right, right, right. So you can hear good, more good sloshing now, but it's but it's it's not at the uh, the same uh, pattern of like the footsteps that were before. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So you you would assume that the troll is probably like standing in Trunk River and investigating where that light just was. Uh-huh. Okay, what about this? We make a, like an illusion of a light farther down like a different corridor. Draw them away from us. Well, I can also just make like a large sound or a boom somewhere else using thaumaturgy and make it sound like someone's running off that way. Let's do both. Well, yeah, sure. Okay. Right. Okay, yeah, so we make it, we make like a, another light appear sort of in the corridor like past us and then Yarfik can make like a, a scampering sound and then we throw up another wall minor illusion in front of us. Would, How about that? Sure, we, we definitely do that. I was thinking something a little more ominous, but maybe, okay. It's an oh. ominous scamper. It's a, you know, you can make it sound like an echoing, like, it would be like big booming sounds like the troll was making almost, right? Yeah, like sloshing, um, like sloshing and then farting and moving. Yeah. So, you good with that plan? Yes, I like it. Uh, so, uh, on the map here, which cavern are <clears throat> you guys doing it? That one? I was thinking, yeah, so that they, like, run past us, or and, and yeah, to the to the... To their left, right. To okay. left, the way so that the, they'll be the, the cavern that's directly a, a, across from where you guys are. Yeah. yeah cool. So who's doing what? Yarfik's making the noises. I guess Yarfik can make the noises, and and then like actually the noise might be all that we need. Let's just leave the wall in place. Well, we could keep it. Here's what we can do: if we send something skittering down that way. By the time they see it and decide to chase after it, it'll be already out of their point of view, and we can immediately send up the minor illusion again. You can hear the flapping coming closer. Do you know what okay, I, I like mean? That. Yes, let's, let's do, do that. it now. So we can have both minor illusions back up yep. by the time they. There we are. Agreed. Agreed. Grab my holy symbol. 
cast thaumaturgy, eyes flash purple and yeah. So we make an illusion of something lit up, like scan, like moving into the tunnel. Like it looks like it runs into the corridor, like that we were gesturing at. And then mm-hmm. as as soon as it's out of their sight, we throw up the wall again. So yeah. with minor illusion, you make a uh, some sort of uh, bright thing. Uh, that runs down into that corridor. Uh, at the same time, Yarfik, you cast Thaumaturgy. What are the noises? Uh, it's sloshing, like 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 ominous sloshing. Okay. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then a little bit of like gasping passed. Uh, so uh, slosh slosh fart, and then Not slosh really, slosh. I was thinking like sewer gases, but sure. It's, it's a sewer fart. Uh, and uh, as that all moves down that corridor, and. Um, you hear now more of that, that flapping is getting even closer, that sort of slosh reverberation, slosh reverberation is getting closer. And then from your vantage point behind your illusion, you can see this these long green fingers with these sickening black claws reach around the corner opposite you as that giant green and dreadlocked head peers around, uh, you can only see the back of it as it's looking the opposite direction, sort of trying to find with its <laughs> eyes whatever that thing is. And uh, A troll with dreadlocks? Yeah. They, that's, the, that's what they're <laughs> don't, don't make assumptions about them. It they can believe in a lot of Dave Matthews bands. Just seems it goes like to cultural a ton appropriation. Of music I don't know. <laughs> he was into, you know, Bob Marley before. He goes to Bonnaroo. <laughs> oh my god. Sam, just to be clear, you're Brian talking Hitch. about like those gnarly, matted, like Wookiee, like white kid festival treads, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. Right, yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Like uh like Matthew Lillard in Hackers. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, so uh, the troll peers around the uh, the opposite direction. So it looks like they've, they've it's fallen for the illusion that you set for it. Um, and then the uh, the the bat like head creatures uh, are, continue flapping along and sort of following it. And it's still sort of like errantly swatting at them as they seem to be harrying it a little bit, though they're not attacking it in any way. It just seems like they're annoying and looks down that way and it sort of like stops at the entrance to that cavern and turns its head almost as if it's like listening. Like cast thaumaturgy again farther down the hallway and slosh and slosh and slosh. Okay. Does thaumaturgy have a verbal component? Check that to be sure. Yeah, it does. Oh. So, roll stealth. 15. So you, under your breath, whisper the runes that are necessary for thaumaturgy. Um, and then are you just doing the same noise from earlier, more yep. splash, Push splash, fart? The, the thing in the, in the darkness. Okay, so splash, splash, fart comes echoing out of the cavern farther down, and the troll's head snaps forward, um, and then it just, again, goes, like, methodically marching down the, the, the bat-like uh, heads flapping behind it. Um, and they continue going on until they are out of your view. You can still hear the sound from them uh, as the troll isn't trying to hide its presence at all, but they are they are out of eye shot. Okay. Nice we work, everyone. Quietly. Yeah, well done. Well done, all. All right, all let's right, keep let's, going. Yeah, let's move. Let's, yes. Yes. Quickly. Quickly. Quickly stealthily, and quietly. Stealthily and quickly, yes. Yes. Uh, I dispel my minor illusion and let's keep going. Yes, onward. 
Uh, so we, we continue the way we were. So you uh, go back into the main cavern, continue yeah. going north. Um, are you going to continue going with uh, Philip carrying the lit rock? Yeah. Did the troll hit him? <gasps> oh, yeah. Phil? Oh, he Is Phil dead? Philip up. <gasps> Yeah, oh, yeah. No. unfortunately, gonna... Philip, as uh, many talented as he is, only has one hit point. <laughs> and so <laughs> he is no longer with us. Oh. Until I summon him again. I mean, he's just. He's, he went back to his invisible farm to run and play with his invisible friends. <laughs> Wait a minute. I was told that's about like a dog I had once when he went, went upstate to a farm. He's not on a Maybe farm. Maybe it's is the he? same farm. Maybe, Yafuk. You know what death is, right? I do. <laughs> I, I, yes, I know what death is. Okay. Let's keep saying, going. I was lied to as a child. Yeah. So you travel on. You're traveling stealthily, I gather. Yes. So let's get yes. new stealth rolls. Sam, do I have advantage Ooh. on this, or is it only specifically for trying to move unseen? Uh, it is. It's when you take an action to pull the hood up. Rolling well today. Twelve. Oh. Well, I mean, I'm, I might as well. We're not in combat, right? Okay. Yeah. I I got an eighteen. I got a seven. Okay. Twelve. Jeez. I cannot. Okay. My rolls are not great today. Uh, the best was a 14. Um, so you're moving as a group, so it's it's a group self check. Uh, so you <gasps> move forward uh, slowly and carefully, taking your time to sort of jump over these uh, <laughs> these five foot sections that are that are in your way. Aon does some sweet parkour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what you don't know is Aon's actually from uh, District B13. Right. So. <laughs> But you continue to progress down, and uh, you're traveling for quite a while down here. Um, you're still not used to the smell. No, I still have you're, my. Yeah. Oh no! I when we had to do the <laughs> wall, I had to unminor illusion my my smell. Yeah. So I put it back up okay. after I. So. <laughs> but you continue traveling down, and there's, um, you know, the, you're still hearing noise from overhead. Every so often you hear like the, you hear what sounds like troop movement maybe, like small contingents of, of people marching by. Sometimes you hear what sounds more like trudging uh, and like the shake of chains. chains. And chains, mm. as in like chains. Shackle. I don't really know. As in ch <laughs> chains, you know. Probably prisoners or something. And then uh, oh. sometimes it's a lot of silence. But you do see there are still various grates and manhole covers overhead. You haven't run into any other troll patrols. <laughs> the patrol. Worst troll patrol. Yeah. Uh, How deep into the city would we estimate we are now, Sam? Um, you're still in the growth, but you would you would estimate that you're probably nearing the authority at this point. What do you guys think? Do, do you think we should do some surface scouting? I, I'm just... Well, I could... I could be invisible. You could be invisible. Mm. That's a great idea. And get up there. Idea. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. So we'll hang. We'll hang back as like support in the man, like just below the manhole entrance, and you can slip out invisible up top. Yes. Sam, can I cast? Um, trying to think how to do like phrases. Can I cast a minor illusion through, like the manhole cover, so that like, so that like it looks like it's still in place when Lindsay moves it aside. You can, 
but the manhole cover, like the physical manhole cover, will still be visible to the side. So it would kind Unless of Unless like Eowyn covers that with her. <laughs> I don't want to start smelling Chunk River again. Well, but you're doing <laughs> no. that with prestidigitation. Oh, no, I can't prestidigitation a smell, can I? Yeah, harmless sensory effect. That's one of the things. Oh. Yeah. Love it. Great! Um, then we can <laughs> do it! Let me see something real quick just to make sure that this will. I smell menthols. I mm-hmm. like this idea. I want to make sure that you can actually do it. I smell a bunny or, or a flower. You smell a bunny. Or bas- <laughs> a basket of ripe fruit. Ooh, would smell delicious. Maybe like fresh breaking bread. Or, or baking old bread, books. Yes. Interesting. So uh, I'm not going to retcon what's already happened, but in the uh, in the text for Minor Illusion, Minor Illusion cannot create light. Oh. oh. Oops. Um, so okay. I'll allow it for what's already happened, but oh, just for the future, something to be aware of. We could have thrown a pebble with light on it or something, probably. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Cool. But yeah, so uh, yeah, for Minor Illusion, you don't have to be you don't have to be able to see it. Uh, mm. You just have to be within 30 feet. However, the the caution there is that you don't know what the street looks like. Right. So what if we do cobblestones and it's gravel or something? It'd be weird for there to just be one five-foot section yeah. in a perfect square. <laughs> what is this macadam that I see? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. I guess we could just make it look like a pile of trash, maybe. Make the manhole cover that we move aside look like it's just like... Some some discarded rubble that could kind of be anywhere. We just have to hope that no one's looking at the manhole cover at the time. True. If they look at it at the exact moment we're doing it, then we're boned. But yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's we're not going to do this with zero risk, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I'm hearing this all correctly, Ildov is going to cast invisibility on herself. Mm-hmm. She's going to go up to the manhole cover. Yes. Cassian is going to cast minor illusion to make it look like the manhole cover is still in place. And Eowyn is going to cast Minor Illusion to cover a patch of ground above so that Ildov can move the existing manhole cover into it, but hide it. Yes. Right. And I'm going to stand down here and supervise. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yarfik is moral support. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Great. I mean, it just I'm just thinking out loud here. It might make the most sense for Yarfik to be the closest one to the surface, though, like after Lindsay, because like after, after Ildov, because if we do need to support her, then, like, it makes sense for our best armored guy to be up first, right? So you can be up the ladder after. And the guy that can heal. Sure. I'll be right behind you. Okay. Okay. Actually, if I activate my shield, does that get in front of her at all? Because it's a five-foot square. No. It protects you. Damn. It's fine. I'm invisible. We'll figure it out. Uh, And she has the the, uh, the cloak. Oh, I do have the cloak. You have your cloak, and you have your entropic ward. And I have entropic ward, yes. And telepathy, so you don't have to talk to us physically (laughs) when you report. You're kind of, like, prepared for this. Plus, she's Gwen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you don't fuck with Gwen! (laughs) Yeah, 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 but Gwen's going to start a fight. I will fight you. (laughs) That's a great point, though. Hold up. Wait, Gwen is a great point. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, like, if you wanted to not be... to not use a spell slot mm-hmm. on invisibility, you could just disguise yourself as, like, one of those tentacle cult guys or something. Oh, yeah. That's true. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I'll be a cult guy. So you, uh, think back to your last encounter with the botanical gentleman, mm-hmm. and, uh, remembering what the robes looked like and everything, and you cast Disguise Self, and all of a sudden, standing in front of you is one of these creepy, culty dudes 
sort of half-face reptilian with a yellow vertical uh, pupil. Do you have a minute to talk about our Lord and Savior? (laughs) 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 And you begin, uh, there's there's sort of like uh, indentations in the sidewall here that are clearly a ladder uh, that you start climbing up to make your way up to the manhole cover. Uh, Cassian, you cast your minor illusion to make sure that there's a manhole cover there when she gets up to it. Uh, Eowyn, you cast your minor illusion to create that patch of space to the side, and Ildov, you get up there. Uh, just roll a strength check real quick. Oh my god, no! No, that's a two! <laughs> so you uh, you get up there, and uh, this manhole cover's a lot heavier than you thought it was going to be. Um, you are, you're like, first you try with your hand, you're like pushing at it, and, and you can't, it's just not working. So you, uh, you like get up there and you you brace your back against it and you're mm-hmm. like pushing and pushing and pushing Here, step on and my shoulders I'll push eventually up you finally get it you get it up but you're like you're still pushing you if you find you have to like continually climb mm-hmm. and just let it sort of like be pushed up by your back and then eventually you finally get up but it upends mm-hmm. and then goes crashing oh, just no. just Slam down, loud metallic clang on the side. <laughs> down, 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 down. It falls into the section that Eowyn had minor illusion, so it's there and hidden. <gasps> mm-hmm. And you are now sort of half inside of this illusory uh, <laughs> down, down, down. manhole cover. Um, so it's kind of shit or get off the pot time. You okay. either got to get up or go back in. Uh, I'm getting up. Okay, so you get up, you walk out. You sort of stop for a second, roll perception. It's not that one. I'm rolling so terribly today. Um, That's a three. A three. (laughs) So you sort of stop yourself and you're like looking all around, like, where's it going to come from? I know it's like someone had to have heard that. It was very loud. Yeah. And um, all of a sudden, you feel a, a tap on your back. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. You turn around to look. And you see this creature that would be the size of a human if it was standing up straight. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is currently in the sort of crouched position, walking on its hind legs and its fists, similar to like a gorilla. Um, it has a very slender frame. It has uh, its vertebrae actually poke out through its back all down its spine, giving it this sort of creepy, uh, inconsistent-looking frill down its back. It's got a ruddy brown complexion that's accented with blood-red veins all through its skin, and it has a single large green eye. Mm. And it taps you on the back, and then it sort of looks up at you, and uh, and it says in a... A language that that you don't recognize, mm-hmm. but because you um, uh, actually no, you can read every language. I can read every language, but I, I can't can speak every language. Yes, but so it says to you. Uh, Do I hear it from underneath? Um, I'm roll up, perception. I'm, I'm up by the yeah. Things. Roll perception. Nat twenty. Nat twenty. You do hear it. Did you cast? Uh, I hadn't cast it yet. What, what's, do I under, do know the language? Uh, what languages do you know? Uh, common, Dwarvish, Draconic, and Abyssal. Nope. Damn it. 
doesn't sound hostile, at least. Do I even know? It doesn't sound hostile, and even Ildog, you would know that. It just sounds questioning. Uh, telepathically, mm-hmm. I'm going to communicate to this creature, step aside. Can it listen telepathically? I wonder if... If it knows a language, yes. And does it, I wonder if it understands you in its... If, if what it hears is... I can telepathically... I mean... What languages does Yildov know? Common, elvish, deep speech. It's mm. underdark, basically. Deep yeah. speech. I mean, I can... I can read all writing. Right. And if I cast And tongues, I can telepathically communicate with anything that knows a language. If I can cast tongues, I could know it, but I don't cast tongues yet. As this creature is looking at you, uh, you've turned around, you're telepathically communicating to it. What are you saying? Step aside. Step aside. You can see that its its large green eye begins to fill with black, almost as, as if someone is pouring ink into a globe. Are, are you telling us what's happening telepathically, by the way? No. Nope. I don't think she has time. <laughs> she okay. doesn't have the time for this one quite yet. Um, so I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, fuck. Come on, Odav. No! Oh my God. <laughs> Do I hear anything? Oh my god. Not yet. That's a six. No noise has been made by this. So this creature has just cast Eye Bite. Oh boy. Uh, What happens now? um, Let's see, because there are options. Um, (laughs) He's wringing his hands, too. He's like, all right. Since you failed your saving throw uh, with this casting of Eye Bite, you are now sickened. Sickened? The target has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. At the end of each of its turns, it can make another wisdom saving throw. If it succeeds, the effect ends. And roleplay-wise, you feel this, like, knot of pain in your stomach as if you feel like you have to vomit, but Mm -hmm. nothing is going to come out. And it's making you want to, like, like double over and grip your stomach. Mm -hmm. Does that break concentration spells? It does, but... She doesn't have any concentration spells up at the moment. I thought Disguise Self was a concentration spell. Never mind. That's just uh, a well, warlock ability she has, I thought. I think so. I, yeah. I'm just... More to the point is it yeah, doesn't matter because this creature has true sight. Oh. 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 Well, now. So let's roll initiative. Oh, my. Oh, no. Well, oh, wait. <laughs> I had numbers to that. You also rolled a 12? Oh, my God. 13. 21. 9. 15. Hey, you suck at being <laughs> Thanks for being a true friend, Aaron. <laughs> no, you just suck at rolling dice. I think you can blame your dad's dice for this, too. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot, Dad. Okay. And we have to get out a different map. Get a new map. Change another map. Cassian, it's not a different map. It's always changing a map. Changing it up. I was changing also up to change it up. Why mess with a good thing? So that uh, hamburger-looking guy in the middle there is the manhole cover. Everyone else is still down below in the sewer. So I'm right below the cover. Yeah. Um, and this is the creature. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. Creepy. Is that a ball pit? Yes. <laughs> uh, so. Um, Ildov, with your uh, with your previous 
perception check, even though it was a, a really shitty roll. You can still see that you're in the city street. Uh, there are a number of buildings around. They look, they look like... Hey, what are these? <laughs> Where am I? Uh, but you can see there are a number of buildings around. They look like... Uh, like warehouses or, or storage places. Uh, there is a, uh, a like fenced-in area that's got a whole bunch of flowers hmm. and there's an apothecary sign uh, at the building next to it. Uh, and there's like a little shed. Otherwise, the street seems pretty much devoid of life. There are a couple of like bodies here and there. Clearly dead. Clearly left alone. And then there is this small creature in front of you. And... It's the creature's turn. Oh. So wait, really? What? Oh. Yeah, it uh, it rolled a nineteen and it had a plus three. Zag. It is going to uh, look at you once again with that that big now inky black eye on its face, and it's going to hit you with its rotting gaze. Oh, oh. So I need you to uh, make a Constitution saving throw. Uh, Lindsay. Well, uh, disadvantage not on saving throws. Your saving throws oh. are normal. Oh. Okay. Disadvantage on ability checks. Oh, and attacks. And attack rolls. Okay. Oh, pretty good. Uh, what is that, constitution? Yeah. What did I, I roll? Yeah. Um, so that's a 15. 15. So uh, you feel this, like, necromantic energy washing over you, but even with your sickened state, it's almost like you're focusing so much on that pain that you're able to ignore this other thing that it's trying to inflict upon you, mm-hmm. and uh, and you just you shrug it off mm-hmm. um, in this this one moment. And uh, Cassian, it is your turn. You are currently in the sewer still. There is a 15 foot ladder between you and the top. There's also a Yarfik on that ladder. Okay. Um, am I at least aware that something has gone wrong? Uh, so, Ildov, when you first saw this creature, mm-hmm. did you telepathically contact your compatriots? I did not. Did you, so, did you Cassian, scream out in pain? Uh, you wouldn't have screamed out no. in pain. You might have made like a whoop noise. Yeah. Herburble burble. Yeah, a herburble burble, but not a particularly loud one. So, Cassian, you do not currently know that anything has happened. I also don't. <laughs> then I guess I don't know I feel like I was going to be like I wanted to get onto the ladder just to be ready to rush out and support if something went wrong but like okay I guess that's just where I'll be so you're you're at the bottom of the ladder ready to act should you be needed no I, w- I want to uh, be like part way up it I want to be like ready to rock okay so you're like two rungs up <laughs> no you're you're like below Yarfik. Yeah, uh, okay. which is a dangerous place to be. But I mean, can on. I see? And I can't see anything of what's happening from there. No, the angles are all wrong. Ah. Uh, Yarfik. I've never been described that way as the angles are all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, did I hear her go? Because I'm waiting for a signal to come help. You definitely heard the. Um, well, let's see that. Well, you, uh, yeah, you heard the creature speak, and then uh, honestly, even from your from your vantage point. Um, through Cassian's illusion, you can you can see. Okay. So uh, you know, even if it's just through like the little holes in the manhole cover, you can see that that Ildog is now like doubled over. All right, then I'm gonna launch myself out of the uh, the manhole and try to run over and like kind of like Dukes of Hazard over Ildog and smash him into <laughs> my warhammer. 
Okay. Um, so and I'm gonna say Tia first, so I might. Okay. So it. you uh, launch yourself up. I'm gonna say it takes ten feet of movement to like get up, out, and yeah. and over the manhole side, uh, which still gives you plenty of, of space to do. You say Tira as you come out, so your shield activates and is spinning around you. Uh, roll acrobatics real quick, just to do this vault move over <laughs> Ill Dog. Oh my god. So. Oh my, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love this so much. Oh, no. uh, roll a roll a d6. Oh no. Five. Five. So you uh, attempt to like vault over Ildov, but in her sickened state, she like her legs are shaking, her knees are buckling, and you put your hands on her back to try and leap over, but you end up just pushing her straight down. Oh, no. Ildov, you take five points oh. of bludgeoning damage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thanks a lot, Yarfik. And uh, and Yarfik, it it completely saps your momentum, so you sort of just like fall on top of her, um, and you are now both prone. But my shield's still spinning. Your shield is still spinning. <laughs> Eowyn, you are on the ground. Uh, Eowyn, you're on the ground in the sewer. Uh, Cassian is about halfway up the ladder. Uh, You've just heard, you heard the manhole cover come down. You saw Yarfik like spring to action, and then you heard the clatter of his metal armor like hitting something soft uh, and also cobblestone. Everything seems pretty normal. <laughs> I pass my turn. No, just kidding. Um, I, uh, hmm, I'm sorry. So, does my sleep spell, is it indiscriminate? Would it also attack? It will affect everything within the radius, starting with the lowest hit point. Creature. Right, so they two would probably fall asleep. Well, she can't be. Well, no, Ildev can't be, right. and Yafik probably. I will be. Quite enough. I've got a lot of hit points. A lot of hit points, but I'm assuming that creature does too. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think a sleep would be good. Um, yeah, really nothing I can do from down here, and I can't see magic missile. Yeah, I can't see the creature, so I can't cast magic missile on it. Ah! Yeah, uh, there's really nothing I can do right now. You can say something. I could say something. Yeah. Uh, if you think there's something. There's useful. nothing really to say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> go, Cassian, go! What are you waiting for? Get up there! Go, 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 go! <laughs> okay, it is Ildov's turn. Ildov, you are uh, face down on the ground. You've just been slammed into it by Yarfik, who is currently on your back. <laughs> sorry, um, sorry. And you still feel sick to your stomach. Um, but you still look like a cultist, <laughs> if that's any consolation. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, On top of all that, you're also ugly. <laughs> Feel <yeah>. better? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I'm. I got. I mean, all I can do is try to push Yarfik off of me, right? So you can e- you can easily like roll out from underneath. I'll let her out. Well, it's not your turn. You can't act right now. So it would be it would be five okay. feet of movement for you to like roll out from underneath him. Okay, I'll so roll out. To the side. And then if you want to stand up, it's uh, that'll eat another, your movement is 30 feet yes. per round. So that'll eat another 15 feet, okay. which leaves you with 10 feet of movement should you want to use it. You're still next to the creature. Well. Um, or you can just take a normal action. Uh, you can disengage and move out. I don't know. I don't think she can disengage. No. Okay, so if I just roll out, I can still cast a spell. You can, you'll get, you'll probably get an attack of opportunity. If from the creature. If she moves. If she, she if said move. move out and cast a spell. Oh. Well, if I just roll out but there. not move away. Oh, yes, from the yes, ground. yes. Okay. 
So that is what I'm doing. Okay. What you cast it? Gonna cast Eldritch Blast. Okay. Go ahead and roll a ranged spell attack with disadvantage. Come on, Lindsay. Let's do this. You and your two thousand die. That's fourteen. <laughs> okay, so that's actually a twenty-four. Seventeen. And a twenty-seven. And a twenty-seven. Okay. So Woo. even in your sickened state, you roll out from under Yarfik. You, <laughs> you stand up, uh, <laughs> struggle to your feet, take out the rod of the pack keeper, and you just like jam it directly into the sternum of this creature and fire off an eldritch blast that that hits it so hard that actually like knocks it back five feet. So mm-hmm. go ahead and roll your two d ten. Oh, two d ten. Does it bounce off the wall? No. 10. 10 points of damage. So uh, you are no longer within uh, threat range of this creature. Uh, it's, it's five feet away from both you and Yarfik now. Yarfik, you're still prone. Just make sure we're all aware, because your mini's standing up. I don't want anyone to be confused. Um, <laughs> you can't knock me over. I'm like a weeble. I wobble, but I don't fall down. And uh, it is now the bad guy's turn. So this creature is going to uh, look into Yarfik's eyes. That inky black eye, the ink sort of drains out of it, and now it's that green eye again, and it looks into your eyes, and I need you to roll a deception check. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is a 16. 16 versus an 18. Uh Creature's insight. Yafik is decepting the, deceiving the creature? Apparently so. No, a 16 versus an 18. Right, you said rolls deception check. That's what he's asking. He's just like I'm confused as to why he's trying so to deceive this, this thing. Is, so this creature has an ability called Weird Insight, yeah. where mm-hmm. it targets one creature it can see within 30 feet of it. The target must uh, contest its charisma deception check against this creature's wisdom insight oh. check. If the creature wins, it magically learns one fact or secret about the target. Yeah. Oh, boy. What? <laughs> I rolled as best I could. So, Yarfik, what is That's your cool deepest secret? Oh, my. Uh, oh, I gotta think about this one. I imagine it would have something to do with the excommunication from your family. Yeah. Should I tell it straight to you or it should I tell them what you I mean, I think for the sake of like role-playing stuff, like they're not gonna use it in game, so okay. you can just say it. We don't need to do whispering garbage. Basically, whispering my garbage. family was destroying lesser dwarves because they were going against the tribal things, and I stood up to them by killing one of the um, higher-up, uh, basically like in line to be the next tribal chief of a rival clan, I forget the name of the clan. Okay. This creature, now knows this about you, but at the same time, this memory has also been dragged to the surface of your mind. So you are going to have disadvantage on attack rolls for the next minute. Wow. <laughs> Dang. What a weird skill. Cassian. You just see Yarfik. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Cassian, you have heard all of this kerfuffle. And yeah, you yeah. heard Eowyn say, go, 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 go. Yes. <laughs> yes. Before the kerfuffle wasn't enough, but Eowyn really kicked me into gear there. So I'm just, <laughs> um, just shooting up that ladder as fast as my little Barty arms and legs will take me. And um, I, th- I assume. Barty rock I- anthem. <laughs> yes. Everybody's in the room. My girl likes to Barty all the time. Yeah. As I assume once I get to the surface, it's pretty clear who the foe is. Okay. 
Uh, well, you get up there and you might be you might be taken aback for a moment because you're like, oh, there's a cultist. But then you remember that's Ildov. And then Yarfik's on the ground crying. Yeah, Yarfik is on the ground crying. And then there's So it's this a pretty normal scene. <laughs> small, ruddy brown creature with large spines in its back and these like bright red veins all over its body and that large green eye. Okay, so I'm drawing my weapons and as I do, I'm saying to the creature, you look like you need direction. Serve me faithfully. And I'm casting suggestion on it. What's the save? Uh, wisdom. 15. That is a 15. Damn it. Okay. And uh, I will... Um, you have like 10 feet of movement left with, with coming the up the ladder. just goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I'll, like super I'll move to engage. Well, no, I'll stay where I am. Except like stepping aside enough from the portal that Eowyn could get up if she uh, was so inclined. But I'll also call out to Ildov, you're the, <laughs> you're the smartest, most magical, best disguising warlock I know. You're not going <laughs> to let this little piss ant beat you, are you? And I'm giving her a point of inspiration, or a, whatever, inspiration die. Uh, yeah, inspiration die. So you have a D8 uh, that you can add to any D20 roll for the next 10 minutes. Ooh, dope. Uh, you can only use it once, but... Okay. Yeah. So choose wisely. Mm. Uh, but you can decide to use it after you roll your d20. Okay. It just has to be before I say whether it succeeds or fails. Okay. Uh, gotcha. So it's a contest okay. between us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Cassian, you are up. Uh, Yarfik, it is your turn. I'm going to stand up. Tears streaming Tears down your streaming face. Tears streaming down my face. He's lost something he can't replace. <laughs> 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 I'm going to just see you monster, and I'm going to charge it and just try to upswing it. Okay. Roll an attack with disadvantage. Two hands, I assume? Yep. Mm. Mm. Uh, that's a 12. 12 does not hit. So you charge forward, <laughs> tears streaming down your face, droplets like flying behind you as you travel at full speed, and uh, with the, the skill of like a practiced matador, it just sort of sidesteps and you go right past it. And now Yafik's up against the wall. Yeah, just like, you're yeah! up against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, Aeon. I trusted turn. you. I uh, I climb up the ladder and I stick my head out. Can I see the creature? Yeah, you can. Okay. You, you prairie dog from. and you can see it very easily. I'm, yes, I'm prairie doggy. Um, <laughs> and I, uh, I cast, yes, I will go ahead and do magic missile. Yes. Okay, so you cast Magic Missile. Are you casting it at just regular level, yep. first level? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and roll. It's uh, 1d4 plus 1 for 3 darts, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 4, 7, 9. So 9 total? Yes. Cool. So you uh, <laughs> pop your head up, you cast Magic Missile, and those three <laughs> white-hot darts come and settle above your head and shoulders, and then they fire out straight forward and... Just hit it like once again, right in the sternum, right where Ildov had hit it with that Eldritch Blast. It just takes each one, boom, boom, boom. Yes. As it sort of uh, rocks back on its feet a little bit, and then rocks back okay. forward, and then looks at you and like scowls. Oh, I duck my head back down. <laughs> <laughs> I say, y'all be careful now. <laughs> uh, Ildov. How far away is this thing now? Uh, it's about 10 feet away from you. Cool. It's so cool. I'm. I it's just ten feet away from me. I know. I just so love that. That's my favorite thing because <laughs> like what I'm gonna do now is go. 
And cast poison spray. <laughs> okay. It's a con save. Yes, it is. Do I have to make a save as well? Uh, no, it's it's a single creature. Uh, what is the DC? Uh, 16. 16. Got a 13. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. Nice. Nice. Uh, D12. Oh, wait. 2D12. Yup. Eat it, you eyeball. <laughs> That's. What is that? 11. 11 points of damage as you cast poison spray and uh, you spray you spray poison on it. I do. And it gets all up in its eye. Mm-hmm. It's hard to see where the green of the poison and the green of the eye are, <laughs> are different. It's super gross. Mm-mm. So now we're back at the top of the round. Eildov, you just cast poison spray. Mm-hmm. And this cloud of poison comes off of your hand as you blow that death raspberry at it and it sort of covers its face, its, its eye. You can see these like large tears welling in it as it's trying to like blink this poison out of its right, eye. So now we're both crying. <laughs> yeah, you guys are. This is a real well, emotional battle. It's a real lifetime movie. <laughs> um, and uh, as you're doing that, uh, let's get perception checks from all of you. Oh boy. Ooh. Passive or active? Uh, active. 17. 19. 18. Natural one. Oh. Okay. Uh, so everybody but Cassius, uh, you hear this heavy twang. Oh, boy. Like a crossbow being fired. And this bolt comes flying overhead. Oh, shoot. And... Hits Yarfix square in the back. Uh, and it hits this creature in the chest. It hits the creature? Hits yeah. the creature in the chest. Who's shooting? Uh, doing another bit of damage. And then you hear a voice from sort of up and behind you say, uh, just sort of yells out and says, don't look into the ice! How are we supposed and to it's the, uh, the creature's turn. It reaches up and sort of grabs this bolt that's now embedded in its chest and like breaks it in half, throws half of it away. And then Ildov, it looks at you and it is going to cast a spell. Ildov, uh, so once again, in that sort of weird guttural language that it used before, it says, something you don't recognize, Um, and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, That is a 21. You are, uh, you're all fine. You, you at once, you feel this creature sort of like delving into your mind and trying to drag something up from Mm -hmm. the depths, but Mm -hmm. you are, it is unable to, uh, to get anything out of you. Your mind, steel trap. Oh yeah. No one in, no one out. Um, except for all the telepathic communication. Right, right. Uh, the doors, you can just see out. Cassian, it is your turn. Okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna say to the creature again. Perhaps you didn't hear me clearly. Maybe because you're basically just a big giant eyeball. You are my servant. And uh, suggestion again. Wisdom. Yes. That is an eight. Then it is my servant. <laughs> so all of a sudden, the uh, the sort of like uh, vitriol, the fight has come out of this creature as it sort of relaxes just sort of sitting there on its haunches, its fists on the ground, just sort of looking up at you with that that big eye fully open, like it's waiting for a command. And I turn to the others and I say, nobody heard it. It's it's my it's under my control, but it won't be if you heard it. Do you hear that, mysterious stranger? <laughs> <laughs> you hear from the rooftops, uh, whatever you're going to do, do it quickly. 
No, no. It, for the next eight hours, this thing, like, will do what I say. So don't hurt it, is what I'm saying. Because I can use okay. it. Okay. 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 So, um, let's hustle to whatever building that guy was shooting from. <laughs> so, you know it was coming from, uh, from up and behind you. Um, so looking back, you see sort of across the plaza, there are, there are a couple buildings over there. One of them is about 15 feet tall. The other one is 20. And uh, as you hustle over there, you see coming out from uh, the alleyway is this little halfling girl. She sort of uh, looks at you all a little, a little confusedly, a, l- a little worriedly. I say, um, oh, sorry. Uh, I was just going to tell you what she looks like, but, you know, fine. Oh, know. <laughs> Cassian doesn't you know, care what, what people... Cassian's not so shallow. <laughs> <laughs> of course he is. Please tell us. I, I run up and I and I say in a hurry tone of voice, Welcome! Uh, we're the Von Dimos Adventurers. <laughs> um, we're here to help liberate the city. I assume you're part of the resistance? She just sort of looks at you confusedly and, like, peers out around you to look at this creature that you have, have hypnotically well, enslaved. Turn, turn it around. So it's facing out. Um, but she can still see it. Right. Um, I say, oh, yeah, that sort thing. Of looks at it. It's okay. I'm a spellcaster. So I, it's, it's like I, I'm, I'm controlling it. Well, why don't you just kill it? Those are bad. I mean, we need to do a lot of other stuff in this city that might involve sneaking around guards and stuff uh, or even fighting enemies. And I think this thing would be really useful turned against our enemies. Know what I'm saying? Well, I just don't trust him. That's all, mister. Well, that's fair. I, I'll make him, you know, sit uh, outside the door, like, of whatever room we're in. You don't have to look at it. Okay, well, I still say we should just slit its throat and bury it. How old are you, young thing? <laughs> <laughs> Ten. Oh, my. Oh, well, I guess a crazy world does crazy things. She uh, holds out her hand. She's only about two feet tall. She's a young halfling. She holds out her hand. She says, hi, my name's Barry. You have cool hair. Thank you, Barry. I'm Eowyn Oramora. I, I, I still haven't shaken the hand. Should we the street? Uh, so at this moment, uh, you see a, uh, or rather you hear from overhead and look up uh, to see this human man uh, sort of leaning over the top of the 20-foot building. Um, and he stares down and he says, Barry, get back up here. What are you doing? I say, can we come too, sure. sir? Can we come? We're not. We're not mean or evil. We we uh, uh, we're, we're, we're here to help. In fact. Yes. Do whatever you're going to do. Just get off the street. Okay. okay. So uh, Barry uh, like disappears back into the alleyway, and you can see there's like stacks of crates and barrels that look like they're kind of just haphazardly placed, um, but she's able to climb them with ease and get up onto the top of the that twenty foot building. Okay. Y'all following? Yes. I'm also sure. ordering yes. the creature to drop all of its curses that it placed on our team. <laughs> So, uh, Ildov, you no longer feel sickened. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> uh, Yarfik, it's been long enough now that, that your, uh, your sort of strange, overwhelming feeling has faded regardless. Still a few tears. Um, but you can still, like, that memory still oh, yeah, it burns. feels more present now. Should, should I go replace the, the, the manhole cover? Oh. No. Um, no... I don't, I don't know. think so. Okay, no, then we're going. How heavy is the manhole cover? One Pretty pound, and you were just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just that weak. Uh, the manhole covers in this city are all made of tissue paper. <laughs> uh, no, it's heavy. It's a solid piece of iron. Like, like more than ten pounds. Yeah, you're okay. not going to be able to mage hand that some okay. bitch. All right. Let's get up quick. Yep. Good thought, though. I'll go. Bl- I'll go blast. Okay. 
Uh, so you all go climbing up this sort of haphazard stack of barrels and crates to find out uh, whoever this... Barrel? You go climbing up uh, to get onto the roof to find out uh, who this companion of this small girl is. Yeah, I'm gonna go up a little bit ahead. Uh, No, Ah! you missed. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where we'll end this episode. What happened? And that's where we'll end this episode. (laughs) And that is where we'll end this episode. Real quick, I want to cast. Nope, that's where we're going to end the episode. I left my thing down. That's where we're going to end this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast. You can email us with any questions or comments at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at teampumaknife.com. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode, and to review the show to let others know how you feel about it. If you really like us, or just feel an overwhelming need to support the creators that make content you enjoy, head over to patreon.com slash iwvtcast. Even just a dollar a month makes a huge difference. Plus, you get access to a bunch of cool stuff. And who doesn't like cool stuff? No one. That's who. And, if you're interested in the written word as it pertains to our particular program, go to ye olde web browser and type in iwvt.wikia.com to check out our wiki and even contribute to it. Flesh that sucker out. It needs more flesh. The Improvised Weapons theme, fight music, and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. You can hear Adam's latest album, The Badger Flies at Dawn, on Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Spotify. Our sound effects are all from BattleBards.com. To use them in your game, sign up for BattleBards Prime and use the code IWVTCAST to check out, or just follow the link in the episode description. Tune in next time as the party finds out more about their helper with the crossbow and gets ever closer to the root of the evil in Bostafir. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. But right now, stick around to hear the title track from Adam Raven's album The Badger Flies at Dawn. Take it away, maestro.
It's only now After years have passed I can share the tale and be unburdened at last So before this tale dissolves Into a blur and then is gone This is the badger flies at dawn Sporting goggles stares the runway down He raised a paw In the desert wind A badger sporting goggles lets the day begin And we swore we would not speak of this In story or in song Flies at dawn. The crowd had gathered, the wives and kids, and the knots of frogs who swore that. A band of coyotes The parliament of owls Cheer the badger on with their hoots and their howls Early morning Field of brown Ripping up the runway toward this field of sound Two wide Badger flies at dawn
think of it. Everyone was there. So why keep this secret? Why should we care? Wouldn't the truth be better? Do we prefer the myth? Is the story stronger the more it's been messed with? Of all the crazy ways I've heard To say goodbye so long Two black lines along the white top A blur and then he's gone The badger flies at dawn This has been a Puma Knife production.